0: Lira Doderlein was 14 when she underwent amputation of her legs to ultimately help her improve mobility and gain some independence. Within six months, she would give sled hockey a try. She now plays for the San Diego Ducks as well as the National Women's Sled Hockey Team. But recently, multi-sport Paralympic medalist, Oksana Masters, also encouraged her to give Nordic skiing a try. She now finds herself training and competing with the U.S. Paralympic Nordic Ski Team And she's only a junior in high school. Lyra, how are you today?
1: I'm very good. Thanks for having me.
0: Absolutely. So, I thought we would just dive right in and talk a little bit about your story and your journey and um, obviously how the the power of sport has has made a difference in your life. So for those that may not know a little bit about you, um, let's talk about, you know, I know you were born in Russia, but uh, let's talk about, you know, when you came over to the United States, uh, maybe some of the uh, struggles or challenges that you were dealing with, and uh, let's just start from there.
1: All right. Well, yes, I did come from Russia. I was actually born there and I was adopted around the age of two. And when I came to the U.S., it was mostly because I was adopted because of a condition I had in both my legs. So all my life, I was wearing um, forearm crutches and using full-length braces that went up to my hips. So a lot of the struggles that came with my life were walking, my mobility, and trying to find activities that really suited me. And something that I could do confidently without worrying, oh, could I do this or is this going to be really hard for me? So having braces and having that immobility um, was really tough for me in my young age.
0: And and so did you um, discover sports right away, or did you stay away from sports because of that?
1: Um, I wouldn't say I necessarily stayed away. I think um, I wasn't very involved in sports at a young age up until... Until I had my amputations, um, mostly because I hadn't really known that there were adaptive sports out there. I never really knew the world of adaptive sports and the whole community and all the kinds of sports that were out there. I really only knew about sports that most people knew that weren't really adapted for anybody like me. So finding a sport was really hard up until my amputations. Um, that that was pretty much where my sport career started.
0: And I believe you were 14, right? When um, and, and, what, and what was that decision like? Um, you know, obviously that's a, a tough decision to make. And and uh, how did you and your family and others come to that decision?
1: Yeah, so I was 14 years old, and the biggest reason why I wanted to make the decision for my amputation was for mobility and independence, because before that I hadn't really found a way to get around in life and to do things that I really wanted to do. So a big part of the surgery was trying to figure out whether that would be an ultimate solution for me. It was a really tough solution, um, an idea for me and especially for my family because all of my life we had known I can do anything but it's just taking a little adaptivity. Um, I know for a lot of my friends and family, they were very hesitant because is a big decision for anybody to make, let alone a 14-year-old who has to decide whether to take her legs away from herself, really. For me, um, a big part of me being able to make the decision was trusting my follow-through and the fact that I would make it happen. I would make it possible for myself to walk no matter how hard it would be. I really had to keep that motivation going in myself even if other people doubted me or had worries about it, um, and putting my trust in God, that really helped me too.
0: When did you discover some of the adaptive sports?
1: Yeah, so I got walking actually three or four months after wearing, after recovering after my surgery, and I pretty much was set into this, um, the sport of sled hockey right away. I'd say maybe a month after walking. Um, I was at my local clinic, um, with Hanger Clinic, and I was offered to try out sled hockey. And so I went with a team who um, I actually started in Arizona with the Phoenix Coyotes sled hockey team. And it wasn't an all-adult team, but I just fell in love with the sport. As soon as I hit the ice, it, I describe a lot of, Things that I do is flying because it's like the epitome of independence and happiness for me. It really brought out a part of me that I hadn't really thought of or figured out. And sled hockey was really the biggest part of my sports career. Even now, when I, after trying out many sports, that was the stepping stone of where I realized I could do so much more with my life. And because of adaptive sports, that would
0: become my life. And so what was it um, about sled hockey specifically? I mean, it's an awesome sport. It's awesome to watch. I've I've been on the ice on a sled too. And what, but what, is it, what does it do for you?
1: Well, for me, it gives me drive. It gives me passion. Sled hockey not only is a team sport where you have this whole community driving around you to give you support and friendship and camaraderie, but also it, As a person of your own, sled hockey gives me a reason to go through the sport because there's so many little things in the sport that you have to figure out. And for me, it's a fun challenge all the time. I love learning new things. And in sled hockey, you're always learning new things. You're always falling down, picking yourself up. And for me, that's just another part of me finding my independence and strength.
0: You moved to San Diego, and are you playing with the San Diego team now?
1: I do play with the San Diego team. I'm actually currently on two sled hockey teams. I play with the club team in San Diego, who is the San Diego sled hockey team, the Ducks. And I also, um, as of this year, is my second year on the women's sled hockey team, the national sled hockey.
0: I was going to ask you about um, how many years you've been on. I knew you were on the the women's sled hockey team nationally, so this is your second year. That's awesome. This is my second year, yes. And and what position do you play?
1: I'm a forward, mostly a winger, sometimes a center.
0: And um, is that your ideal position, and and why? If so, why?
1: Um, I find it really, like, I love the fast pace Feeling of the sport, especially when you're a forward, you're always moving towards the net. Mm-hmm. Uh, defense is great too, but there's something about being a forward and having your eye on the puck and having your stick on the puck all the time and being at the net right away. is just something like, it's exhilarating. It's amazing.
0: And I've had a chance to talk to uh, some other members of the women's hockey team. I know Christy Gardner, at least for example. Um, mm-hmm. I, it's been a little while since I've heard. How are things progressing in terms of the, it, it being a Paralympic sport for, for women? Well,
1: it's tough to say because while the sport is still growing, there still aren't an efficient amount of countries to compete.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So as I would say it, every day it's growing. Any time somebody joins the sport of women's sled hockey, it's growing. I definitely say there's still a lot of time and a lot of effort that we need to put into making it a Paralympic
0: sport. Yeah, I would love to see it. And hopefully, hopefully soon, hopefully someday soon we'll, we'll be able to see, uh, see it, uh, p- progress and grow as a sport internationally enough to, to field enough teams and, and make it a Paralympic, uh, activity. And, uh, so besides sled hockey, I know, uh, obviously, um, uh, recently you've 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 come into to nordic and biathlon as well um talk about your uh introduction to um what the winter sport and or i guess i guess another winter sport right so uh yeah talk, talk about um getting into that sport as well
1: yeah so it's actually a pretty interesting and cool story i actually didn't start out um with para nordic after sled hockey i had um Gotten more involved with the Challenge Athletes Foundation and started going to clinics, and I eventually went to a cycling clinic and I met a coach there who wanted to put together an all women's hand cycling team, and a few months later I was put on the team. Um, there were about seven of us on the team, and one of them happened to be Oksana Masters, who is also a multi-parent, a multi. Mold- <laughs> multi-time Paralympian, if I'm saying that right.
0: Um, <laughs> exactly. I know who you're talking about.
1: <laughs> who, who went to the Paralympics in both hand cycling and Paranautic skiing and biathlon. And from as soon as I met her, she was budging me to start the sport, try it out at least. And after a while, I finally gave in. So I went and tried out Paranordic for the first time at the Ski Spectacular in 2019. And after that, there was a few weeks that went on and I went to a race and I just fell in love with it. it. It's so crazy how similar the sport is to sled hockey, yet there's so many different things and techniques and even the community is so different, but just as amazing. Um, so I really got involved after that last race and I was eventually invited out to Bozeman to train with the Crosscut Mountain elite team and the u.s paranordic coaches who train out here for biathlon and paranordic too so it's been almost a year of me skiing but i've only skied for a few months and i feel like i've made so much progress already
0: yeah and and obviously getting into it uh, uh you probably never expected the, the pandemic to hit so so how has that impacted both maybe um nordic skiing uh activities as well as sled hockey activities
1: yeah it's it's been tough i think for well for everybody really it's hard to travel when i mean it's hard to compete in a sport where you really have to travel for it all especially in sled hockey you're traveling to compete against multiple teams multiple times a year and last year our last time was right before the pandemic hit and ever since then we haven't really been able to compete or even practice with each other even even in club teams so to get the opportunity to come out here and train for Paranordic I felt very lucky because with all the things happening in our time of quarantine it's really hard to notice that there's still things going on so I Definitely say it's a lot harder to come across doing things and staying active and doing all the sports that we love, but we're making it happen.
0: And and do you feel any pressure in terms of uh, committing to one or the other? Obviously, since they're both winter sports uh, per se, I mean, are do you feel like you're able to continue in in both directions?
1: Um, right now, I feel like there's a Actually a difficult question because I know two, these two sports are very demanding as you're constantly doing training and competing and really at the same time of the year. So I definitely think I can eventually cross-train the two of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, ma- making competitions for both or even the Paralympics for
0: both would be very
1: complicated in the future.
0: Uh, <laughs> I could imagine. So I think, hmm? I could imagine it would be difficult if you were, um, uh, if if both were in the Paralympics and you happened to happen to be on on both teams.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think that would be a very tough call for me. But I think eventually my interest might split off, and I'll really find what I want to do long term. I mean, I've only been an adaptive athlete for a few years, and although sled hockey is my first true love in sports, um, anything can happen especially with the pandemic. I mean, that's proof to say that anything can change what happens to our schedules. But I definitely plan to go to the Paralympics in both sports.
0: Why do you like Nordic skiing um, and biathlon specifically? Uh, is is it also because it's, an you know, I know hockey like is a, a very team-oriented sport. Uh, yeah. Is it is it the individualized component of, of maybe Nordic that, that is different and exciting for you?
1: Yeah, I mean... In a lot of aspects, paranoid with the team we have here, it is a team sport. Sometimes you feel like that, but it's also a very competitive single-person sport. I think having that difference is really exciting because you, you get to compete against not only other people, but you're competing against yourself to become a better athlete every day. And apart from sled hockey, I think that's really important, even though you're progressing even more every day in every sport you're playing. Um, there's something different about every sport that I find passion through and paranoia. I mean, it's like flying to me. You're gliding through the snow on a, on a fast downhill, and you catch all the speed in the world. and And it doesn't matter what else is going on in the world because you're going down a hill, and you feel like you're flying. And to me, that's just all the excitement that I've ever hoped for.
0: Yeah, that's a great, great way to describe it, and, and hopefully, folks can picture uh, picture that for them as well. Um, besides sports, uh, what else uh, occupies your time? What else do you like to do? What are uh, what about school and stuff like that?
1: Mm-hmm. Um, well, I'm actually still a junior in high school, so I'm going into my second semester this year, but eventually. After high school, I want to go to college. Um, I'm not totally sure about my career, but I definitely want to go somewhere in the engineering field, possibly, and maybe even make prosthetics or orthotics. Things. I mean, that kind of thing, especially the technology they can make today is so, so interesting. And uh, it's crazy how much they're able to progress and all the things they're making these days. So I definitely love to be a part of that in the future. Say school, um, I love music, so I'm always listening to music. Um, I do have to admit that I'm a bit of a Netflix binger. I love, <laughs> I love watching TV. Of course, I get a lot of time with that when I'm riding my bike or at doing at home training. But a lot of it is hanging out with friends and family too. Just any time I can, get some socialization is great too. But um, I'm definitely into reading too um
0: so is music uh since music is an important part of um of what you enjoyed is it also a b important part of your training i mean do you have a do you have a music uh library you know that you listen to 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 train
1: um I definitely don't have the best library set up for myself. I love to listen to a lot of different musics uh music types and genres. I definitely say before a race or even when I'm training i have to find some upbeat songs to keep you going. Otherwise, it's a little boring sometimes if you get in your head or you just think, oh, this is going on for so long. So for me, music definitely helps get me through all of that.
0: So, so you like music that pumps you up versus music that calms you down, <laughs> right? <laughs>
1: a lot of times, yes, for sure. <laughs> I, I'm, I would consider myself a very optimistic person um, so I definitely
0: love to listen to music that brings me up and keeps my energy going. Well, that's awesome. And, and is there anything else you'd like to share?
1: Um, at the moment, no, <laughs> no, thank you.
0: Awesome. Well, um, you know, I'm glad that we're able to help a little bit with, um, uh, some equipment and, uh, and I know that Oksana was part of that presentation recently. So, um, Lyra, thank you very much for being our guest. Yeah,
1: I do want to thank Move United and Hartford for the fantastic grant that I was given and for being given at by Oksana Masters. Masters. Um, it's very special to me because this happened a few years ago with my sled hockey equipment. And just like then, I'm making so much more progress, especially with new equipment. So thank you.
0: absolutely, and equipment is is critical to that, and and Oxana is awesome, so I'm glad that she was able to to participate that. So thank you very much.
1: Thank you.